Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest this week is Ruth Madeley, BAFTA-nominated actor. She is currently one of the stars of Years and Years, the new BBC One drama from Russell T. Davis. You, you may have already seen it. Depending on when, you, when you're listening to this, if, you, if you've just downloaded straight away on this beautiful Monday morning, I've, I've no idea if it's beautiful, I recorded this a couple of days ago, um, then you, one episode has been on so far. Um, if you're listening to it in the future, I hope you enjoyed the whole series. Uh, so Emma Thompson plays a celebrity-turned-politician who has a, a somewhat concerning ability to uh, attract members of the British British public to get them to vote for her. Ruth Madeley plays someone who ultimately falls for Emma's charms and is lured in by the... Uh, the, the celebrity, the power of personality, Rory Kinnear also stars. So we talk about years and years. Um, as you as you may or may not know, Ruth has spina bifida, and so we talk about that. Ruth made a documentary about spina bifida last year, uh, and something about Ruth, which you will discover within moments, is that she's one of the sunniest. Now you might think, well, you know, why shouldn't she be? But you know, nevertheless, she's one of the sunniest happiest, warmest, and just nicest uh, people you could wish to listen to. And, you know, obviously she's, you know, she's been through tough times and the fact that, I mean, she's she's uh, inspiringly sunny and it just repeatedly uh, really, really struck me. I, I, I got quite emotional by her I, mean, I get, I get, I get emotional when anyone is incredibly warm because it's just it's such a, such a nice thing, isn't it? So that certainly happens here. So our, our editor Henry often has to delete swathes of uh, episodes where I've got a bit too emotional. Regular listeners will know that I probably average maybe a cry every other episode. That's probably about right, um, and this was no exception. So um, yeah, I just thought the world of Ruth. Uh, a great talent, but also uh, a great dude. Um, before we listen to Ruth, we have our our good news section. Uh, good news this week. Well, this one's up to us, I guess. If you're if you're a, a parent, or you you know you're an auntie or an uncle, I guess this one is is on us. I'm a parent myself, so th- this one uh, 
it may break your heart up top, but there's something that we can do. So it's come out that one in ten school children, or at least children who are of age to be at school, one in ten suffer with mental health problems, which is obviously alarming. However, the study also reports that it's up to us to, to make the difference. Now, what that means is spending more time as a family, spending more time playing with the kids and interacting with the kids. Now, if you don't have children, you will be listening to this going, well, yeah, that sounds obvious. If you do have children, you will know that it, it isn't always as easy as that. If you've worked 10, 12 hours in the office, um, you're you're stressed, you're, you're wound up. There is always the temptation to plonk yourself in front of the TV or, or even plonk your kid in front of the TV or give your kid a tablet. Uh, not a tablet to take that, you know, we're not American. That was a joke. That was a joke. Um, so it, at least, at least the finding does have a, a positive ending. So the good news is this is an alarming statistic, but the good news is it's, it's up to us to, uh, to think twice before we let the kids play on their own or we let the kids, uh, do their own thing. Something Sophie, the, the founder and editor of Balance, and I have talked about on this podcast in the past, is the, the worrying rise in mental health of school children um, that is affected negatively by social media. Um, we, we talked previously about Facebook potentially removing the, the like button for children who are at school. Uh, and this latest finding, I guess, moves it on a bit. And I will certainly uh, be going... God, my, my kids find me annoying already because I all I ever do is want to play stupid games with them i will be upping the ante even higher so that that initially that's that's a, a sad one but uh, the good news is it's up to us to make a difference and now strap in for the the lovely and life-affirming ruth maidley what can you please tell our listeners about years and years you know what it's it's been a dream to work on first and foremost it is an epic family saga it's based around family but it's told over 15 years and how this one very normal family in Manchester deal with all these changes in the world with technology, politics, economics, all the changes that happen. And it's about how one family deal with that in a very northern and very loving way. Do you, how much are you um, pinching yourself? Because it's not only the quality of, of it's not only the quantity of, of roles coming up, it's, it's, it's the quality as well, isn't it? I mean, it's this run of yours is stunning, isn't I it? I feel so, so lucky, and I'm just trying to enjoy this for as long as it lasts. I do, yeah, I feel very, very lucky to be able to work with such incredible people, um, the cast, the writers, the crew, uh, casting directors. There's so many people involved, and I just feel really lucky to be able to work with all of them and meet meet new people and learn from them. That's that's a big thing for me, is learning from everyone I work with. How, how, how do you learn? So uh, Bill Burr, the comedian, he once said that when he was in Breaking Bad, he would, even when he wasn't in, he would go sit by the set you, so Ruthie's nodding right. so happy to hear this literally and I watch I, I remember um, well when Emma Thompson was, was on so I mean who doesn't want to learn from Emma Thompson but when it's when it wasn't my take so when the cameras weren't on me I would literally just watch her and try and absorb all the all her methods and what she does to prepare in between takes all of those things and also when you're not um, 
when you're not on set and you're in the green room learning ask just having general conversations with people like Jessica Hines who just want another BAFTA for God's sake another one and you know just having a chat with her and Rory Kinnear and Russell Tovey all these incredible actors who are who I've watched for years so for me any chance to have just a conversation with them about sure. their journeys and how they came to be where they are is 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 just gold. Please, please share with us what is Emma Thompson doing between takes that. So I'm not an actor, and our, most of our listeners won't be. But uh, maybe there's something in that, some sort of takeaway advice. What's one of the greatest actors who's, who's literally who's ever lived? She, yeah. So what are you, what are you learning there? She makes time for everybody there was not one person on set who she wouldn't make time for because we had in the scenes that that i was with was with emma she we had a lot of essays so we had a lot of supporting artists in that scene a lot like nearly 200 and of course everyone wants to talk to her and she would talk to as many people as possible the kids who were on set she made time for them she made time for the crew um she had a cup of tea and biscuits having general chit chat she was so so normal and i think attitude is a massive massive thing in this industry and you can tell why people love working with her and why she's had such a long career because she is just so personable so and so professional she all of her lines she knew nail on you know there wasn't one one time where she sure. just slipped up and you could just see she was so prepared, so immersed in that character. Um, yeah, incredible. So th- I think this episode might go out with maybe episode two or three, maybe on the day of episode two. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, what can you tell us about your role and her role without spoiling too much? My understanding is she's almost a Faragean, Trumpian type Yeah, so she's, she's... My character, Rosie, is very taken in by the celebrity of Vivian Rook, who is Emma Thompson's character. She's she's an entrepreneur who gets into politics and becomes this political figure. And she knows how to work the media. She knows how to get people on her side. And Rosie is completely taken in by it, even though it's some part she thinks, oh my God, she's awful. But she is completely captivated by it and becomes, um, yeah, very interested in her political rise. Now, what, what are your thoughts on that? The reason... Now we've already bonded over our fellow northernness. But we're there. We're there bonded. already. We're, yes. we're 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 bezies, whether you like it or not. Absolutely. So what, a slightly worrying thing for me is this rise of the the populist mm-hmm. politician. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know about you, but I see friends from school who their Facebook shares and what have you. It's it's it is terrifying. Um, were your eyes opened in any way in in the making of the show? Were you more politically attuned for the experience 100 percent. Right. i think that's that's a massive thing that russell t davis does he, he writes in such a real way and and i've become more immersed in politics over the past five six months making this than, than i think i ever have been because it is it's everywhere at the minute that and it won't a line that rory Kinnear says in in in, in the series, he says, "Do you remember when poli- we used to think politics was boring?" Yeah. And that is so true because people, we, we no one talked about politics when so we true. Were, no one spoke about it. No one, it wasn't a thing. But now it is everywhere. It's all over social media. We have access to it all the time. There are conversations, especially at the minute, with what's happening in the world um, and in this country. There's 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 conversations. That are, that are so opposed between people. People in families don't agree with 
each other a lot of the time so it's really interesting and and the more political figures that we see who have this celebrity kind of feel to them it, it just feels so real when you're making this series what 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 can be done there is it for people to um not get taken in because that is what's happened isn't it people have you almost fall in love with the the, the celebrity don't they Even it, and that's exactly what happens with Rosie's character she is completely taken in whereas some of her other family don't agree with that and it's interesting to see those conversations have happen I think um, I, I don't know what can be done I think we have access to it everywhere now I think we're just overexposed all the time to all of these opinions and this anger and this this this, this chaos that's happening um, I, yeah, I cannot wait to see what people make of of Vivian's political journey and also the character's involvement and opinions of it. Because what about you, I'll see, I don't really go on, I was about to say I don't really go on Facebook anymore, which is such a classic line of someone who still goes on Facebook. Yeah, I'm like that. I don't know, I don't really use Facebook whilst checking Facebook. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> comment. But it also, I'll see an old, school, an old school friend and they'll share something and I'll just think, Oh, not you. Yes, no. that is, it is so true. Come People on, you mate. haven't spoke to in decades and you're like, oh no. What are you doing? It's like the end of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It really is. Please, no. So, um, the pedigree of this cast speaks for itself. You've named the, the names there. Mm. By the way, what's, what's uh, Rory Kinnear like? Because I just think, as a fan of TV and movies, whenever I see him in anything, I just think, oh, safe pair of hands. He is breathtaking. He really is. And you know something? He is so funny. He had me in stitches every day on set. He is hilarious. His dad had funny bones, didn't he? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's just the top of his game. He's incredible. As soon as I found out he was part of the cast, it was a, oh my goodness me moment. And yeah, he was incredible to learn from as well. I felt really, really lucky to be able to say, it's the same with everybody on set, to be fair. Sure. I felt really, really lucky to be able to work with them all. So how did this particular role come about? Because this is... Uh Again, it, it's a special one, isn't it? It really special. Yeah. I, I, my agent contacted me and said, "You, this, this role's coming. I have a look, see what you think." Um, she said, "It's, it's a good one." And um, as soon as I read it, oh as soon God. as I saw it, I mean, there was no cast attached at this point, right? Um, but as soon as she said it's Russell C Davis's new drama, I was like, "Pardon, what?" And um, yeah, I, 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 I read the character bio, I said she sounds really interesting and then there was um, the script and I was like as soon as I read that that script I was like I, I'm obsessed with this already and this was before I'd even stepped in for the audition sure. so yeah it was uh, uh, yeah audition process and then got the part. Now how you got your initial break is one of my favourite stories Oh, because it doesn't take much to set me off but don't, don't cry it's okay in every the lad who edits the podcast Henry every week he, he will invariably have to take out a bit where I've it's all got a bit too much for me. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I love that. Doesn't It, do, it doesn't take much. Me too, um, I'm saying. Are you really? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Oh, I, I, my fellow is constantly saying to me, "What you like last night, I cried at something on the BAFTAs, and he was like, what is wrong with you? Everything you cry at, I do. I was love it, it. Was it Steve Pemberton's speech? Yeah. <laughs> was it really? You <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. I love it. And, and and as well, when Nicola Schindler got her fellowship, that was, sure. that was special. Pemberton's such a... Have you, have you worked with the... No. Not yet. Should we say not yet? Definitely. Let's say not yet, Steve. Do you watch Inside Number Nine? Yes, I love it. So Hang on, but this could happen, couldn't it? I know. I think we should. We should make this happen. That is good. That is, Steve. It's on here now, so it's Steve. gonna. It's, that's that's a definite now. Clearly. He just seems so nice, doesn't he? I know. 
I know. It's such a dark show, and then when you see them interviewed, just, you're like, oh my god. Oh my gosh, I love it, but yeah, I cry at everything, so you're fine. So your well, so your story. So often with a an, an actor, they they went to drama school, and mm-hmm. then they you know they auditioned and blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Yours is. Gloriously so far removed, removed from that. Unconventional, isn't it? Yeah. Could, please, could you explain what what happened, how it had come about? Because um, it, it's it's beautiful. Sure. I was. I, I didn't go to acting school at all. I didn't go to drama school. I didn't have any training whatsoever in acting. Probably you can tell. Yeah. But- <laughs> Hopefully that's that's not <laughs> obvious. But um, yeah, I. I studied script writing at university so I was always incredibly interested in this industry I, I, I knew this was the industry I wanted to be in but never in front of the camera it was never and it, was, it wasn't even on my radar I guess so and I was always interested in storytelling and that was something that I, I really really immersed myself in at university and then when I came out I was doing work for the children's charity with kids and I was doing a placement at BBC, learning a bit about script editing, and just the whole, the whole thing, the stars aligned. I guess I was, I, I found out through a producer that BBC uh, were looking for a wheelchair user for a CBBC drama, and at the time it was like, back then it was like, we we need a wheelchair user. Ed, find me one, find me one somewhere, and um, they just kind of said, why don't you go along? Because you've got an inter- interest in. In script writing, so I thought, hmm, I'm gonna go. I'm a naturally nosy person, so I thought this will be interest. This will be useful for my writing, seeing how things get cast. And I turned up, and there were people. You know, they were like, "Where? So where did you study your craft?" And I'm like, "Um, <laughs> the, col- the, col- the college of knowledge, <laughs> University of Life." <laughs> it was like school of hard knocks. I was li- literally the most unprepared person you've ever seen in your life, and. I think they really liked that because I didn't go in pretending to have this massive sure. <laughs> wealth of experience. I was very honest and said, said, yeah, I'm just here to see what all this is about. And I, I read, but at, at the same time, as feeling really out of my depth, but I constantly feel like that anyway, which I kind of like. Um, I I knew I I, I knew I, I, sh- I I had to be in that room. If I felt like I belonged in that room. Go on. That's fascinating. I did. As soon as I walked in, I was like, I, I'm a firm believer that you end up where you're meant to end up. I believe that wholeheartedly, and I was definitely meant to end up in that room, 100%. And I, I, I read for the, the part, and then, yeah, the day after they called me, I didn't even have an agent at the time. They were like, you, you, we'd like to offer you the part. And I, 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 they told me how much they'd pay me for, for, for very little work. I thought, this is fantastic. I can, I can do this in between my writing and just uh, learn a little bit more about the trade. Learn, again, learning, absor- absorbing like a sponge from everyone around me. And, and, and yeah, go and have some fun at the same time. And as soon as I stepped on set, I was like, I, I'm meant to do this. And after that, they hooked me up with an agent. I, it, it, was, it was just a really... I, I just thought it was just going to be something on the side, so I did um, that job, and then I did a, a bit part in Fresh Meat with Jack Whitehall, and then, then, then it didn't really nothing kind of came until years later when Don't Take My Baby landed on my agent's desk and said, "You need to, you need to read for this. You've got an audition for this, and this is a game changer." And and it really was. <laughs> so what what happens there in the interim between? Fresh meat and don't take my baby. I, did I, you just think, oh, it, that, was, a, that was fun? Yeah, I did. I genuinely did. I was like, oh my god, I'm so happy to be here. This is so exciting. So, I did some development work with Blind Pictures on um, a couple of ideas for my own scripts, and always keeping 
you know, my contacts. I loved it, but also I worked for the children's charity WizKids for, um, for yeah, for nine years. I worked for them for a long time, and that that was I was a fundraiser. That was my job, and I I loved it. And then Don't Take My Baby came and and kind of completely changed my life completely in a way that I never, ever expected when I first got that CBBC job, ever. So what was the name of the CBBC show? It was called Half Moon Investigations. Half Moon Investigations. I've not watched it in a long time. I can guarantee I'll watch it and be like, that is terrible acting on my part. Get out of here. So so, so you first act to gig, then Fresh Me, and then, now I'm going to spoil what happens next, but then you end up, you end up BAFTA nominated. (laughs) (laughs) It was crazy. Honestly, I I have never... I mean, first of all, Don't Take My Baby was was an incredible story. And it was a true story, which made... And it was a lead. And I'd never done a lead before. So the audition process was incredibly long because bbc3 were very very passionate about they getting it right because it was about it was about disability so they wanted to make sure this story was done in the right way with uh, and because it was a real real story they wanted to do the the, the family justice who who the story was about so there was all of that going on and because i was so new that and i'd never done a lead before so they, they didn't have any reason or, or any kind of proof that I could handle such an important and, and massive story um, so when they did I was completely overwhelmed and blown away and, and so passionate about making sure I did the piece justice and then I was just desperate I was so hoping that the piece would get nominated because everybody worked so bloody hard on it they really did and they they we had a, a small cast, incredibly intimate, lovely crew, and the whole process was just a, a joy. So to find out that got nominated as, as best single drama was was completely overwhelming. But on top of that, to find out that I got nominated as best actress on my first lead, I, I thought it was a joke, genuinely. I was on a train in the quiet carriage. I ruined everybody's morning by crying hysterically. <laughs> Hang on a second. So where are you travelling to and from? I read through for my next job. It was for ITV police drama called The Level. So I was on a really early train. Um, I, I mean, I was so... I, I'm still incredibly new to this. And I didn't have a clue how the BAFTAs even worked. And my phone, it was really early in the morning. And my phone just started going... <laughs> and so, obviously, all these people looking at me going, that should have... That should, yeah, yeah. Why is that on vibrate? Yeah. Excuse me, God. <laughs> And I was literally like, and I looked at it, and it was the BAFTA Twitter handle, and it said, um, but, uh, leading actress nominees are Sheridan Smith, Saran Jones, Claire Foy, Ruth Maidley. And I literally just looked at it, and I put it down, and I pushed my phone away, and I thought one of my friends had tagged me in something, going, oh, these are the nominees. You know, Claire Foy, Sheridan Smith, and Saran Jones. And <laughs> thinking my friends had tagged me on the bottom, going, oh, look, these are nominated. And I was like, oh, fantastic. And then my phone just Good started going crazy. My best friend was ringing me, swearing down the phone, going, they've just announced these things on Good Morning Britain. Why the hell haven't you told me? And I, 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 I cannot describe that moment. That is the best moment ever for me. And the most surreal moment, finding out that madness. And it, yeah, it still doesn't feel real. That moment still doesn't feel real to me now. And in a way, that's a, that's a high from which you'll... You'll never come down. I just, you know what? I thought, uh, one, I thought, can I swear? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was like, holy shit, I've peaked too soon. I can't keep up with this. No. After that, I was like, oh, my God, I've got to be BAFTA nominated every year, otherwise people won't take me seriously now. Bless you. But it was... um, But at the same time, that soon passed because it was just such a whirlwind of... just, Just a joy, just all that joyous... Just what an experience that I'll, I'll have forever, and then to for the actual piece to win, sure was I, I yeah I cried like a child for the rest of the night. <laughs> but but I mean because a lot of the feedback was given what what it was about was that this is why BBC Three is an important thing because it's taking those risks and yeah it, you know. yeah definitely and it was before it went online so it was it was still um a television that's right the time so um yeah and then it got repeated on bbc one because the viewing figures were so good on bbc three which was which was incredible psychologically how do you how, how do you cope with that to go from being a fundraiser which is you know obviously an incredible job but then <laughs> literally Within a very short space of time, you're going down a, a red carpet on on the way to the BAFTAs. I, I the, the the day after the BAFTAs, I went back into the WizKids office and I carried on fundraising. Really? Yeah, I only gave up my job in September last year. I've got a mortgage to pay. It's the, but the podcast <laughs> listeners can't see my jaw on the carpet here. I, 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 I'm very blessed that I had the opportunity for as long as I did to do both because that, that uh, as lovely as the BAFTAs is and how joyous it is and how incredibly lucky um, I, I, I liked going into kids the next day and getting on the phone and carrying on what I was doing It was, and then, then the day after that going to film the level that was <laughs> the, the new ITV drama that I was doing so you know what? I've I've just been very lucky to be able to carry on having the best of both worlds. But now I'm 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 officially an actress full time. <laughs> but I mean, you must miss on on a level. You'll miss the fundraising, won't you? Oh, I'm I'm going to be working for them, volunteering stuff for, for forever. They bought me my first wheelchair when I was five. Believe me, I, they they they're never getting rid of me ever. So I'll be patron for them for a long time, forever. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. Goodness so what, me. So can you say a bit about those guys then? So, what? Mm. so they are um, a children's charity that buy wheelchairs, uh, specially adapted wheelchairs for disabled children up to the age of 18. They bought me my first wheelchair when I was five and they completely transformed my life. So I um, hope to help continue in transforming more kids' lives now. And hopefully with more and more contacts I can... I can, I can, I can bleed or some more people drive their money. That'd be nice. Well, yeah, for sure. Yes. Why not? Bleed but, away. I mean, come on. I, I wouldn't be in the position I am without them. So, this is, uh, yeah, the the more kids' lives that you can change is 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 more important than anything. So that was why, after all of that madness, I I wanted to go back into the office the next day and like, without them, none of that other stuff would have happened. So. Yeah, it was like going back home, what, being what, normal. What was that like going back in? Was it a hero's welcome? Was it, you know? Oh, they put like champagne breakfast on for me. I think I was drunk by midday, to be fair. <laughs> I don't, don't know how much work we got done, but yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> no, it was great. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're an absolute joy. So uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It was so, and yeah, their, their website got a lot of hits because they put an article about it because 
Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I, don't forget, I, nobody knew who I was. I think a lot of people at the BAFTAs thought I'd won a competition, like, you know, like I was from Make-A-Wish or something. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> like, oh, look, how sweet. <laughs> Stop it. It's tr- no, genuinely, it was hilarious. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, who... No, of course no one knew who I was. For God's sake, I was, I was no one. And, uh, yeah, so that was, that, was, that was hilarious for all the hits to go onto WizKids website because that was, that was where they wrote the article. No one else was writing stuff because I was, I was unknown, which was great. So it was great that they got more traffic from it. Well, you know now, my, you know now, my friend. So what, can you tell us a bit about the, the documentary you made last year? Yes. Because that had proved, um, that was a, quite an eye-opening experience, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, Spider Biff Doing Me. It was a BBC Two, BBC Horizon documentary. I met with uh, the editor at the time, who was, we, we just met by chance at a discussion at BBC about disability inclusion within the media that I was asked to speak at. And he said, Yeah, I was just there to kind of give a bit of advice to producers, writers, uh, directors, etc. And he was in the audience and he said, oh, have you ever thought about doing presenting? I was like, I want to do a documentary. And definitely that was one of the one things that was on my bucket list. And I took the idea to to BBC Horizon because, of course, it's very scientific. And I'm not... Sure. I'm not scientifically minded. And I was thinking, how can I make this fit? And spina bifida and the um, fetal surgery that we covered in the documentary, that was something that I'd learned about at school when um, I saw an article about about it because it was being done in America long before. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And, um, yeah, I, I, I took the idea to them. And, again, stars aligning at the time. The, they were, the, the British surgeons were preparing to learn how to do that operation for the first time in the UK. So it was perfect timing. And they just kind of was like, yeah, just run with it. Just go with it. Do it. And I was like, Really? Uh, took 18 months to make and I, it was one of the best experiences hard really hard I expected it to be so easy because I was like I don't have to learn lines I can just be me turns out that's a lot harder than you expect when you have to look directly in the camera after having all of your acting experience pretending that the camera's not there so it was it was a lot harder than I thought but what what an incredible journey to be able to document I loved it so, so how how have things changed from when 
you were you were young to now. What are the advancements in that regard? Then? So um, with spina bifida, the there is now in the UK only only just, but the uh, surgery that is available to kind of get rid of the lump um, and close the hole that spina bifida is. Spina bifida means split spine, so you're born with a hole in your spine. And so now they can close that hole while the baby's still in in the womb rather than wait like they had to with me until I was out to close it. So they've found that the sooner they do that surgery, the the better the, the um, outcome is so you don't develop as many other problems through spina bifida so um it's it's so nice to be able to have people now get in touch with me and say i watched a documentary i had the surgery my baby's born here they are (laughs) and it's i mean come on what gets what is better than that what what is better than that really how does it feel for um i can't make eye contact with ruth because i'm going to Cry for the third time in this chat. Okay, well look, look out the it, window. How does, it, how does it feel? For uh, I know I asked this for the interview in the magazine, but how does it feel when people are at home watching you on telly do your thing and, mm. and you, you know you're you, <laughs> without making your head too big? You're an inspiration now. Am I though? Yes. <laughs> I now that's it's not something that sits with me. I don't know whether that's because I'm northern. I'm like, oh come on, don't be silly. Um, it's it's incredible to have anybody say you're an inspiration to them, and if I can, if I can do that for other people with disabilities who want to get in this industry, then that just means I'm doing my job right. And um, yeah, if I can if I can inspire anyone, then that's 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 a be- that can only be a beautiful thing. But your 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 warmth, your personality. You know, you talk about Emma Thompson being nice to everyone, but I mean. You just you just a, a joy to be around. It's not really a question. It's more of a oh, it's more of a ego massage, isn't it? Oh bless you! No, I I mean, come on, we're all here in this industry trying to make great things. So, but we're in this all? world trying to make great things, aren't we? Of course we are. I mean, I mean, look at we're so bloody lucky. Look at what I look. At. I mean, look at what I do for a living. Come on, how how can you not be warm and lovely to people? So what's it now? And if it's something secret, I appreciate that. What is next after years and years? I'm off to Wales, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you what I'm filming. Okay. So... We could probably guess, couldn't we, though? I I mean, I won't guess, but as soon as you said filming in Wales, I thought, oh, I think I know what... Oh, go on, tell me what you think it is. No, it's not Doctor Who. <laughs> <I'm> not... <laughs> that was brilliant. That was, that was a pro- that was no, a good, I'm not. No, I'm that was not, a Bolton no. slap on the wrist. Not, not, That's not yet. Who. Not yet. No, but it's going to be great. It's, it's. Um, it, I'm really excited to to film. Um, it's. I, I could say it's a Jack Thorne project. So, and he he Stop. wrote he wrote. Um, Don't say my baby. So it's really good to be reunited with him. He's remarkable, isn't he? I love him. I owe him a lot. Let's face it. <laughs> No, I mean he, he, we all do. He's that, he's that good a writer. So now I know, I know we've got to. Uh, I know we have to wrap up. That the thing of uh, knowing you should be somewhere and getting that feeling. Mm. Our lot of readers of our magazine, lot of our listeners will uh, will agree with that. Where is that something that you've just organically learnt yourself, or is it from reading? Where where has that come from? I think I, I, to be fair, I think I've always been like that. Is it? Yeah, it's a gut feeling. Mm. I, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, I think I, I don't think it's something that I've, I've thought. Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to start thinking like that more. I genuinely have felt like that pretty much all my life. That, that I do believe things happen for a reason, and I, I'm, I just, yeah, I just believe that you end up where you're meant to end up, and I know I was meant to end up doing this. Does that continue to serve you well now? Then, 
Yes, because even in those, it's not always easy. Because Go especially on. when you don't get something that you really want, and you have to, you just have to think, well, it's not for you. Like you know, what's meant for you won't pass you by. So I kind of give myself, if I don't get a, an audition that I really wanted, then I give myself one day of wallowing where I can eat what I want. I can sulk and and no one can shout at me for it. Then the next day, it's idea. gone. Because sure. you have to feel it. You have to be able to be sad about it. But one day, one day only. I think that, no, to be fair, I think the longest was two days when I, when I really, really wanted something that didn't go my way. But then you think, well, it was never yours. Sure. It was someone else's. And that's fine. So you move on you have to in this industry it's impossible to um to, to to not really and i've just made it abundantly clear to whiskies that when this all goes tits up i'll be knocking on their door saying can i have my job back please <laughs> <Remember> me. <laughs> well, and they'll be like go away please I don't, I don't think you'll have many more wallowing days ahead well you know what i'm sure there will be some but i hope to be able to learn how to deal with it better each time ruth that was a an absolute blast. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you for Ruth. having me. Bless you. Thank you. How about that? Ruth Maidley. Bloody Nora. <laughs> oh, my God. That I mean, she's got a sense of... Her sense of humour could not be more up my street. I hope you enjoyed that. I flipping, I flipping loved her. She was so funny and so warm and so lovely. My God. Um, as always... This is the bit where you, where you switch off. Hey, I don't blame you. I, you know what? <laughs> I shouldn't admit this. <laughs> when I listen to uh, podcasts, this is the bit where I tap out. So, you know, I'm, you're only human. Uh, if you want to get in touch, I mean, if, if you're a regular listener, you'll be saying this along with me because I say it every flipping episode. If you want to get in touch, podcast at balance. <laughs> it's quite sad, isn't it? It's like... <laughs> Please be my friend. Uh, podcast at balance.media. Uh, and then for sales, sales at balance.media. Uh, as always, huge thanks. Please spread the word. Please leave a five-star review. Um, and, you know, I know I say this all the time. We love doing it and we're really grateful. So thank you. And I hope you have a lovely week. Enjoy years and years. BBC One iPlayer and we all it's it's not like we've all got a new favourite football team, we're all rooting for, for Ruth Maidley. Uh take care guys, thank you. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.